Hi, hello, it is me, Gabriella Rosie, and this is Creating Happy. This is the podcast where we talk about all things creativity and art and life and all of the magic that is involved in those beautiful, delicious things, all my favorite things. So today I'm doing a question and answer episode. I asked some questions on good old Instagram stories and I'm going to give my answers to those beautiful things to a couple of those questions I'm excited about it it's gonna be fun guys I just went and got my nose pierced twice and not gonna lie it really really hurt oh my god I wanted it done for a really really long time and I used to have one side pierced years and years ago and I think I had to take it out for a job back when I had a job, RIP employed Gabby. And now, I mean, I'm employed now, I'm just self-employed. It's not a, it's not like a weird thing. Anyway, I took it out for the job and then it healed up because like nose piercings heal up really, really fast, or at least mine did. And then I always wanted it redone. I always have wanted both sides. Like, you know how Lenny Kravis has like the ring and then like the flower or whatever it is that is my vision I want to be Lenny Kravitz in every single way possible so now I can be Lenny Kravitz I have two nose piercings I'm gonna go get some pleather pants I'll cut my hair into a fro we're gonna make it happen but my point here is I wanted it done for a really long time as in like years like I want it done for years but then like the memory or like the over-exaggerated memory of like how much it hurt stopped me and I basically was just scared scared of like pain that lasts for about five seconds and that was stopping me from doing something that I really wanted to do and in the spirit of like this week in my life I guess I'm so bored of not doing the things that I want to do for whatever reason I want to do them just because I'm scared of doing them I'm bored of not doing this podcast because I'm scared of the amount of work that it it might entail. Um, and I was scared of getting my nose pierced because it doesn't feel good. But I wanted it done. I want to create this podcast. I want to do these things. But then I'm allowing like the inconvenience of, yeah, the pain, but also like it's more fun to have it for me. It feels more like me to have it. I'm allowing like the stress of making something and like the self-sabotage of overcomplicating something from stopping me doing something that I really, really want to do. And I'm over that. I'm so over not doing the things that I want to do because of feeling afraid or whatever. Just all these things that stop us from doing the things that we want to do. Like, can we just let them go? Can we just drop them? Can we do everything in our power to change the story around it so we do the things that we want to do? Like, there's all these things that we want to create, all these things that we want to do, but then we have stories and fears that live within us that's literally stopping us from doing the things we want to do. Like, if it's not harmful, and most of the time it's going to be positive things, things that make us feel better, things that make us feel ex- more excited about being alive, and things we can create and contribute to the world, how are we letting ourselves stop ourselves because of something so boring as fear, for something so 
tedious as just self-sabotage and overcomplication and whatever it might be. I invite you to have a look at things that you want to do and removing all of the obstacles that we place around stopping us from doing those things. We are here for all that we know for one time for a pretty limited amount of time. So why the hell are we going to waste this time, waste our potential, waste our possibilities, waste just the sheer enjoyment of something because of boring things like fears that we cannot let ourselves keep ourselves small. We've got to push ourselves even when it's scary to do the things that we want to do. And I'm totally going to make like this big spiritual story about getting my nose pierced because that's just the type of girl that I am and I'm hope you're here for that. <laughs> I hope that you're here for that. Um okay so I think that's all I have to ramble about that. And now I'm gonna ramble about some answers to your questions. And I don't want to say ramble as in like a bad thing. I know I'm gonna just talk for like an extended amount of time so you can have this in the background while you go about your life and just listen to me chat away to you. That's what this is. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be like glitz and glamour and like really polished. It can be messy and me stumbling over words with my muddled accent. That's what we're here for, baby kicks. That's what we're here for. Okay, so the first question finally the first question is by my dear sweet babe sophie rose brampton who is an illustrator that i absolutely love and i have so many of her pieces around my home and you need to check her out and follow her and buy all the work because she is the baddest bitch ever but i digress (laughs) sophie's question was what's your morning routine to get into the zone to create or do you let it flow naturally And my answer to that is both. Yeah. I don't really have a morning routine. I know that like morning routines are like hype to the maximum. But I don't really have like a really structured morning routine at all. Um, I tend to be like quite free and flowy with my mornings. I try to wake up fairly early but haven't been lately. Basically mornings are like a very like relaxed and flowy time for me I don't tend to like start work too early some days I will go to the gym in the morning some days I won't some days I'll if I want to go sit down and do work really early I will but to be honest most days I don't most days I start working at about three o'clock and then like we'll like properly work and as in like creative work that's when like I feel like my brain tends more to that energy. So in the day, like I will be working, but it will be like more passive things. So like packing orders and like replying to emails and things that I feel like I don't need to be like 100% like conscious. Conscious isn't the right word, but I, I don't need like my full creative capacity for those things. And if I try to like sit there and make something from like, if I were to like to a nine to five structure around my creativity, it just wouldn't work. So to get back to the original question my morning routine I tend to like the first couple of hours of the day I will potter around like crazy I'm so good at pottering around like I will make like a couple of coffees and sit in the sun with my puppy and read 
for like maybe about an hour I try to read in the mornings um and that really like I love to like peckle it on those ideas and just have that time to just sit and chat and exist without like the pressure of being like okay wake up I need to go do something so yeah very much in the flow naturally in the mornings I do tend to have like I'll wake up, have a coffee and read. And that is pretty much the extremity of my morning routine. Like have a little stretch as well. Love a good stretch. But it really, it's really helpful to me to like have that freedom and flexibility to like have a slow morning. And it took me a really long time to give myself permission to have a really slow morning as well. Because like we're not used to that that's not the normal like corporate way that hasn't been what I've been taught to think is productive in the world so I had to give myself permission to have slow mornings and it's really been a progress of being allowed to do that like allowing myself to just do that because I know that is actually how I'm going to be more productive later on in the day when my brain kicks into the creative gear yes okay next question is by maya and this lovely said how do you know which creation is needed to actualize through you and which is not so i guess this is on like picking which thing i am a very like i have so many things that i'm interested in in creating and so many babes that I speak to have like all of these amazing ideas and really grand multifaceted visions of things that we want to do and things that we want to create I will always have like a bunch of different projects and ideas going on at the same time and I really like to like act on what I'm most excited about so that's always going to be like when I sit down to work literally on a day-to-day basis vest like what am I going to be doing this month is always going to be like what am I most excited about creating right now and that is what I'm going to commit myself to to bringing to life because when we work from a place of excitement and being really into what we're creating that's when we have like the heightened energy to do it and to have that sustained energy over time to keep making the thing until it's actually finished like we can force ourselves to do something because like of whatever reason but like we're not going to commit to it we're not we're going to have less of a chance less of a likelihood of finishing the thing and being able to share the thing if we're not very excited about so definitely like in picking something to work on what are you most excited about you don't need to forego everything like you don't need to just only pick one thing and super niche down you can still have all this multifaceted things that you're creating but what are you most excited about creating now create that and that is like that's quite a, I don't know I kind of see that on the micro scale so like that will be like right now I'm gonna go sit down on my laptop after this one get a macbook out get my drawing tablet out and it'll be like what am I most excited to create now I've got five or six projects going on at the same time so it's always gonna be like I'm always gonna be working through a bunch of different things together but then it's like I'm going to create on all of those things interchangeably switching going back and forth between different projects and that is what like keeps the energy alive for me um in terms of like choosing which projects to focus on and which ones to not focus on um yeah it's exactly like what I'm most excited about the things as well like 
that I feel like people want to see from me too. Like I want my work to be able to have an impact on people and for people to be like engaged with it. So that will always like come into play um, with what I'm going to go forward with. But it's always just like, what What am I excited about creating? What, what do I want to do? Where is my energy flowing towards? What do I think needs to exist? What can I not stop thinking about? What like, am I going to bed and being like, I need to get up and make this thing because I can't stop thinking about it. That's the thing to pick. That is the thing to pick. So the next question is from Yelena. She's um, at yelena.creative. And this beautiful babe said, your skin is gorgeous. What is your portion for it? Is it food, beauty products, lifestyle that supports it? Um, So for my thank you, first of all, very nice. Um... I, I, first of all, I'll say that, like, I tend to have, like, pretty clear and nice skin, like, I'm blessed with that, for sure, like, so hashtag blessed, but I do have eczema, and I've suffered from eczema for quite a little bit, and I'll, now I only get, like, small flare-ups on my arms, um, but back when I was living in London, I had huge flare-ups all around my face. Like my eyes would get inflamed. And that was purely because doctor's orders, I literally needed sun and sea. So having the sun always wears um, like sunscreen, of course, but like having that access to vitamin D, like I live on the Gold Coast in Australia. The sun is absolutely pivotal to my own skincare because I need higher levels of vitamin D because I do have eczema. Um, Just as a little disclaimer. (laughs) Um, So I use Dream Cream from Lush as like an all over body lotion. It's absolutely amazing for eczema. And then I also use, I forget what it's called. I think it's called, it's called Mugu which is, I think it was designed for like cow udders, but it's completely vegan and cruelty free. And that is, they have an eczema cream, which is really amazing. Um, And on my face, I will use Let the Good Times Roll or Angels on Bare Skin Cleansers by Lush. And then I use, I've started using rose hip oil as my moisturizer and then put my SPF on after that, which I think now I've got like a body shop one. I don't know. I'm not too picky with the SPF, but rose hip oil is amazing. It's really good at like getting that nice glowy look to the skin that I like, getting it feeling like really plump. And it's also really good for dry skin as well. Um, and, and in terms of like lifestyle and diet, I'm a vegan and I think that 100% is super duper helpful. Like I eat so many fruits and vegetables which can't help but make your skin really good. And I drink a lot of water. I drink so much water. And actually, I'm probably a little bit dehydrated now, so I'm going <laughs> to drink even more water. Um, drink, water is like the most important thing for skin, 100%. Okay. Zoe said, what is your favourite online clothing store? Um, I don't shop very much, to be perfectly honest. Um, I get a lot of my things from like charity shops and op shops so that they're secondhand clothing. Um, because I try not to contribute to um like product waste and I know that fabrics can be a huge, huge detriment to our planet. Um so that's something that I'm quite conscious of, but also in the same grain of that, ASOS is probably my favourite online store, um, which 
I laugh because like it is fast fashion. Like the sell, there's a lot of really good brands on there. And I mostly do get stuff from like cool brands, but they're very conflicting ideas that I've just spoke about there. Um, but yeah, ASOS is really cool. Um, they have a lot of cool like sneakers and stuff on there as well. Um, I don't even know. I feel like I don't even really like dress well lately. I literally just wear like t-shirts and shorts. <laughs> um, yeah, Misguided's pretty cool as well. Again, a really big fast fashion thing. Um, but as far as like Vivian Westwood is my biggest, one of my biggest like creative idols. And she's also like, I'd say my biggest fashion idol. And then I mostly like look, to men's fashion as my inspiration to David Bowie's like one of my favorites um Michael Jackson even though like that's super awkward right now but he was always my favorite on so many levels and now I've just too many feelings I'm not ready to talk about that whatevs um this is so problematic already <laughs> um what am I even saying? But yeah, I take a lot of inspiration, I guess, from men's fashion is my point. Um, and Vivian Westwood. So she, her, she talks a lot about climate change. She talks a lot about like buying a few things and making them special things. She originated the punk movement. Like she's very creative with what she wears. She wears a lot of secondhand things and creates things herself. Like I've always made clothes and edited things and cut things up and I'm very much in the grain of that kind of ethos of being like very punk rock about the way that you dress in that like dress for yourself have fun with it play around it's not about just buying stuff but yeah there are a few fun places to buy stuff I'm not gonna lie um yeah <laughs> that was the worst answer ah okay Hannah K. Somerville said, how did you first go from normal job to getting paid for art? I love this question because, again, can you guess? I don't have a straightforward answer to it at all. This is going to be the most convoluted answer maybe ever. But I, I've always done art and I, a lot of that time, I also had a normal job as well. So like a nine to five job plus more hours. Um, and when I, the, yeah, so while I was at uni, you know what, I'm going to do a full episode where I break down like my whole career trajectory because that's going to be long and I'm not about to get into it right now because I'll just get sidetracked. But I will say going from a normal job to being like self-employed has been like a really long process, probably over like, probably over like the last 10 years. Because I, I I had a shop, I had like an Etsy shop and I did that while I also worked and studied. Like I've always known that I wanted to be self-employed and I've gone back and forth between being self-employed and being, um, working at jobs at the same time and being really into my work and then not being so sure on what to do. It's been a very, very back and forth kind of process. So it has took me a really long time to figure it out. But like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Looking back, I don't think there's much of a different way that I could have done it. And I'm actually really like, 
I liked the way I did it. It was it was fun. <laughs> like it allowed me to explore and figure things out. I quit jobs and worked for myself and then went back to jobs and it was totally fine. Like it's not a big deal. At the time it felt like I was absolutely failing and I felt really shitty about it and I hated having jobs even if the jobs were good and I loved the people I work with. I am not somebody who wants to work for a corporation or wants to work for somebody else. It felt like I was just ignoring all of the things that I was capable of. So that force, like that being at a job that I was really thankful to have and had fun at was really, uh, but still not liking it. That was like the biggest force of being like, Gabby, you have got to figure this out. You've absolutely got to figure out a way that you can make money from what you do and make it a long-term thing. And I'm not, like, I'm not ashamed of the fact that, like, I quit and went back to jobs and quit again and went back to jobs. Like, I had to do that to figure out. That was all part of my process. So there was no, like, cut and dry thing for it for me. I think I quit my last job the end of last year and went self-employed again this year. And this time it's felt really, really different to me because I feel like, have you heard that phrase? I think it was probably by Tony Robbins because everything great has been said by Tony Robbins, um, where it's like, you've got to burn the boats. Like if you want to do something, if you want to commit to something, you've got to burn the boats, which I actually think was about like people like Columbus, like settling, which is like, again, problematic, but we won't get into that. The idea is that like if you want to succeed at something, you have to just burn the boats and make it happen because that is like your only option. And for me, that fell and looked a lot like being, this is my only option. I can only work for myself. Nothing else is going to cut it because I've tried the other options. I've tried working part time. I've tried working at jobs that suited me on every single level and doing my work on the side. And it didn't feel right. It didn't feel good. It felt like a weird slow painful torture that was like also really comfortable and nice it didn't work for me and then you know having the idea of being like okay maybe like I can go part-time and like try my work a little bit and like figure it out slowly that wouldn't have worked for me either I'm an all or nothing person I needed to like make it happen bend the boats be like I'm quitting my job I'm not doing anymore I'm making it happen now because I have to make it happen I have to make it happen because I'm not going back and getting another job can't do that no writing that off and also like I have to make it happen now because I want to (laughs) eat I want to be able to do the things that I want to do I need to make money from it so I physically have to make it happen I have to figure it out and that has been like a huge driving force for me completely shifting my business and shifting my perspective to it and opening so many opportunities like the alignment of me being like oh cool this is what I'm doing now facts like this is it has opened so many opportunities because it shifted my energy around it and like yeah, that isn't a manifestation way, but like, it's also very practical. People can see you showing up for doing the work that you want to do. I'm putting my work out there. I'm attracting the people who want to work with me doing that thing, those things and people who want to buy my shit because like, I'm showing up and doing it. Like I'm making it available. It is manifestation. It is kind of like the woo woo stuff, but it's super duper practical. Um, Yeah. So like, th- acknowledging that like this is something that I need to do 
has been the biggest shift and I'm so fucking happy with it. I'm gonna, yeah, we'll do a whole episode talking about all of this because I'm very excited about it. I don't know if you can tell. Um, yeah, man. Um, that's probably all the questions I'm gonna do because I want to keep these episodes relatively short and also I kind of want to have a nap. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Gabriella Rosie. You can go to GabriellaRosie.com if you want to book in body sessions or buy affirmation cards and art from me. There's a lot of fun stuff over there. And yeah, I will see you in the next one. Bye bye.